Hey guys, if you're interested in checking out a video version of the show, please visit the Low Key Geek channel on YouTube. There you can not only catch the video version of the podcast, but you can also check out my other projects and short form video that I produce. You can find a link in the description. Otherwise, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Happy Friday, everybody. Last night, I had a chance to watch the new Dragon Ball Z Super Superhero movie, finally released here in the U.S., and that's what I'll be talking about today. Here are my thoughts and review on Dragon Ball Z Super Superhero. Unleash that power. It's do or die time. So draw out all your strength and use it to protect your world and everyone in it. So I've been a long time Dragon Ball fan. Um, I remember watching Dragon Ball on regular TV because somehow my mom's television in her bedroom was able to pick up this Chinese um, broadcast station. And every afternoon um, they showed two episodes of the original Dragon Ball. And uh, somehow I came across this channel and I fell in love with the characters. I had no idea what they were talking about because everything was dubbed in Chinese. Um, but I knew it was a Japanese anime. And this was around the time that I was really getting into Japanese anime. So, of course, I toured, you know, I went to comic conventions and I bought bootleg tapes of the original Dragon Ball cartoons and then eventually Dragon Ball Z. So... Longtime fan, I introduced it to a lot of my other friends who were not even that interested in it, and now they're they're in love with it, right? So, um, but admittingly, I have been um, away from anime. My watching of anime is years behind me now. Not because I don't like it, but mainly because I just don't have the time. There are so many titles now, and it's. There was a moment where I felt like there was an oversaturation of anime coming out of Japan because U.S. companies saw it as an opportunity to, um, you know, gain all the the, the stuff and uh, the fan base and get greedy. And um, they just poured in a lot of anime into the U.S. market in a very short period of time. So I kind of like took a step back and all that. But. From time to time, I do catch anime, and I do keep in, um, keep up to date on things, especially when it's involving Dragon Ball. Now, I am not a big Dragon Ball Z super fan. Um, I have watched episodes, and I've even done watch parties with my friends who are longtime fans of Dragon Ball series. Um, and I do like a lot of the things that they've done in it. I think the la the last story arc that closed the series off is um, phenomenal. The big uh, universe battle, and you know that's when you had the battle with um, Jiren. Is it Jiren or Jigen? Well, whatever, the bald dude. Um, and I thought that was fantastic, you know. But I am not familiar with like Cauliflower, like the new characters and all that. So I am definitely an OG fan. That being said, the reason why I'm saying all this is that when I heard that this movie was coming out, I was a little hesitant because I'm like, oh well, you know, I'm not so invested in the new characters and all that, but. You don't have to be because this is a nice throwback to the original tone and storytelling of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. 
Um, one, Akira Toriyama is very heavily involved in the production of this movie, the writing, the directing, and all that. So as you, as I was watching the movie, I, I felt it right away. Like, this is old school Dragon Ball. Like, this is fun. This is, like, really entertaining. This is great. Um, but this, this movie is perfect for people like me, like the OG, old school Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z fans who followed it since the early inceptions, like back in the late 80s, early 90s and all that stuff like that. Um, because the style and the storytelling really goes back to those roots. Um, you don't need to know a lot about the new characters. You don't need to know a lot about what's happened in the last episodes of the the Super Series. If you've watched the last movie that came out, which was the Broly movie, you'll get a little bit of um, continuation of some of those story arcs in this movie. But very briefly, it, it's not something that's like overbearing or anything. This is a fresh new story um, that uh, takes place after the events of Broly and after the events of the Super Series. But you don't need to have known a lot of what's been happening through any of that. However, I will say just to set some proper expectations is one, the main, you know, characters, the, the, the main guys, you know, I'll pull up an image here so you know, like Goku, Vegeta, they're in the movie, but they are not the main focus in this movie at all. You know, just a little heads up. And if you've watched the trailers, you already know what I'm talking about. This movie really centers around the relationship between Piccolo and Gohan, uh, which has been a fan favorite ever since Piccolo took on the training of Gohan when he was a kid. Some would say Piccolo is actually his real father um, because of all that. Um, but the real focus is on that relationship and the duo. But it's also mainly on Gohan, uh, which is something that longtime fans have been wanting to see for ages now. Is are we going to see Gohan back to like real ultimate fighting? Are we going to see him like really see his potential powers and all that? And this is definitely the movie that reveals a lot of that stuff. Hey everybody, are you a fan of collectibles, action figures, Funko Pops, and all that stuff like that? Do me a favor and visit EntertainmentEarth.com and you won't be sorry. Entertainment Earth is the premier place online for the latest and greatest toys, the most exciting action figures, and the coolest gifts and collectibles pop culture has to offer. From television, movies, sports, celebrities, comics, internet memes, and every fandom in between, they drop new products daily and curate their selection so that you don't miss out. Whether you're looking for something stellar from a galaxy far, far away with Star Wars or from the streets of Gotham City with DC Comics, they've got surprises for everyone. Get access to exclusive releases and limited run pre-ordered. You can even reserve hard-to-find items before they arrive. From Funko to Hasbro, all your favorite vendors are represented in their robust catalog of cool collectibles. Take advantage of their unparalleled industry expertise and make your collection as worthy as Marvel's Thor. They are pleased to offer risk-free shopping with their industry-leading mint condition guarantee and hassle-free 90-day returns. Find that grail you're seeking for yourself or someone you love. And because I know how special they are and how they're going to be great for a lot of you out there, I worked a special deal with them that if you check out the link featured in the description of this episode, you will get 10% off plus free shipping over orders of $40 or more. I mean, 
That is fantastic, don't you think? Now, the 10% discount is only good for uh, in-stock merchandise, so it doesn't work for any pre-orders, but if you take a look at their site, there's going to be a lot of stuff they have in stock that you probably want to get. So again, visit that special link in the description of this episode to take advantage of this awesome 10% offer plus free shipping and buy yourself or a loved one something really cool. Entertainment Earth, so many toys, so much fun. So honestly, it was like really refreshing to see like those two main characters take a little break. Um, you know, and before I go into further details and all that, I will go into some spoiler territory. So I'm going to put that little prompt up there. So if you haven't seen the movie and you want nothing spoiled for you, um, then I would like pause, bookmark this, come back to it later and everything like that. Uh, if you don't care and you just want to continue to hear me talk about it, then thank you for staying. Don't forget, hit that like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, uh, it would be much appreciated there. But, you know, it was really nice to see Goku and Vegeta take a step back. Basically, what happens is that they're on uh, the planet where Broly is at. If you remember watching the Broly movie. And Goku's doing what Goku does. He's training. You know, and Vegeta's training too. Um, so, Wiz shows up. Um, again, one of the new characters, you know, Beerus shows up. Um, and they decide to create this sparring competition. So it's basically Goku and Vegeta, they start sparring. Uh, first one to win, whatever, something happens. But um, they that's what keeps them on that planet. So all the events that transpired back on Earth, they have no knowledge or information about because as Bulma was trying to contact them in regards to all the stuff that's happening... Um, they're too busy, you know, sparring and Wiz just happens not to notice the communication come through and all that stuff like that. So really interesting, um, story plot there. Um, uh, but the main story plot of the movie is obviously if you've seen the trailer, you know, the Red Ribbon Army is back. Um, looks like they've tr been trying to come back for many years now, but because of previous events and everything, um, they kind of like, like hit underground and all that. And now they're back. They find the grandson of Dr. Jiro. Again, if you're a huge fan of the Android Saga, this harkens back and brings back all these memories. Like, oh, my God. So they find his grandson. It, find, it turns out that he's a big genius and he can build things. So they want him to build uh, a new army or at least a foe to go against the oh, what they call like this uh, underground conspiracy team or whatever. The fact is this faction of uh, Goku and all that, like everyone that was involved in the defeat of the androids and Cell in the Android Saga, especially during the Cell Saga, the Cell games. Um, so really, really cool, like throwback again to the original series. Um, so he invents Gamma 1 and 2. Um, you can see them again here uh, in the background there. And they are kind of like the quote-unquote main foes in this movie. However, there's this huge reveal and twist at the end um, that these, it turns out that these two aren't the major foes uh, in this movie. And I'll get to that in, in a little bit. But the, so obviously you also get to see Pan. 
Pan is is now back in the forefront, and you know, I think a lot of us were wondering what's been happening with Pan. She's three years old, but now she's training with Piccolo, just like Gohan did, just like her dad did, um, which is really really cute. She doesn't know how to fly yet, and she's you know she finds it very difficult, but she loves the training, and she's very strong. Um, Gohan is doing his Gohan thing, where he's like studying and being all nerdy and stuff like that. And Piccolo is a little bit, you know, disgusted by it. You know, it's like you always have to keep on guard because you never know what's going to happen. Gohan's always like, well, you know, Dad and Vegeta, they're they're going to be able to take care of things. Um, but Piccolo's trying to teach him, like, no, you can't think that way because we always, you never know. We might need all hands on deck and we need you because technically you are more powerful for, than your dad. Again, years, for years and years and years, fans have been clamoring. When are we going to see this? When are we going to see, like, you know, Ultra Instinct Gohan or whatever the case is, right? Beast Mode Gohan. But, you know, it's just never transpired. It's never happened. Um, but basically, that's what the plot is, right? So, um, you know, when they finally catch wind of the Red Ribbon Army and all that, Piccolo and, and uh, you know, takes it upon himself to try to, like, figure things out. And then he figures out now it's time to put a stop to these guys and all that. And that's when, you know, there's a plot to kidnap the kidnap Pan and Gohan gets really pissed off. And then he, like you know, Saiyans, Super Saiyans up and all that stuff like that. And that's when all of the shenanigans like kind of uh, unfold there. But it was really, really nice to see, again, that chemistry and relationship between Piccolo and Gohan. And as a longtime Piccolo fan... I've been saying this for years now. I think Piccolo is one of the coolest characters in all of Dragon Ball. He's always been my main favorite. But he always gets asked out in everything that he does. In this movie, he shines bright. And it is fantastic. I love every minute of it. Um, I, I was just so pleased um, seeing it. Um, we do get to see the usage of the Dragon Balls. And Shenron shows up. And Piccolo, one of his wishes is that he wants to have enough power to defeat the new threat and all that. So unbeknownst to Piccolo, Shenron gives him this extra ability where now he has this new level, this new level. And he's calling it orange because basically he turns orange, but he like bulks up and becomes like super, super strong, um, which was um, really, really cool to see and see a new level of Piccolo that we've never seen before. But the main thing is that we finally get to see Gohan be Gohan, the Gohan we've been promised this whole time. Um, not only do we see him go Super Saiyan, but then he goes into like whatever beast mode and then he unveils and un unlocks this whole new other tier, just like his dad and Vegeta. Uh, it's not blue. It's not red. I'm going to call it silver because basically his hair turns silver and crazy spiky long and all that. And he just wrecks shop with it. And it's phenomenal. Because it's necessary, because the huge twist and reveal is that, uh-oh, this genius grandson revitalized Cell. And now there's a Cell Max that he created, which is this, like, uber representation of the old Cell. Not Cell Perfect, but, you know, the, the Cell version prior to that. Um, and that's ends up becoming the major foe at the end. So much so that Gamma 1 and 2 now have to join up with the rest of the Z fighters and put an end to Cell, which leads to this phenomenal battle at the end. 
um, which is, you know, very well done in this format of animation because I have always been still a fan of the 2D animation. And I know I get it. Times are changing. Computers are being used nowadays. So the, the moving on to computer um, animation has been kind of rough for me um, as far as adapting and getting used to it. This is the first movie for Dragon Ball that has been done fully CG, but it didn't feel like it. You know, it still maintained a lot of that original 2D look, even though a lot of the fight scenes are more like 3D like, you know, like you the stuff that you see in the video games, which is very, very interesting. But I loved it. The 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 art style, the way it flowed, very seamless. And I really, 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 really enjoyed this animation style. And it fit really well with this tone of the bringing it back to the original Dragon Ball times and all that. So really, really cool. Um, it was nice to see Shine put more on the secondary and tertiary characters. You know, like I said, Piccolo and Gohan are the main focuses. We see Pan. Uh, we eventually see uh, Krillin and Android 18 show up um, towards the end there to help out. Then we also get to see Goten and Trunks, which is great. You know, they're all grown up now. They're in their teens, which is really, really cool. Yes, there is a fusion attempt, but it fails. Um, but still, they put it to work and they still join in the fray there. So it was really, really cool to see. Um, you know, Bulma is Bulma. Uh, during the, the Shenron time, of course, the other wishes, she tries to wish for improvements to her beauty and everything. Remember when I said this movie harkens back to the original tone and story of Dragon Ball? Even to a sense, the, kind of the pervertedness, you know, not, you know, her, the hermit guy is not here. But we saw a lot of weird shots of Bulma's butt, you know, which was very unexpected. And that's some of the things that she wished for, you know, like a tighter ass or, you know, wrinkles being removed. Again, Bulma being Bulma, right? So it was very, very interesting to see that. Um, you know, Krillin, he he shows up at the end. You know, it, there's always that um, confrontation about or conflict that is he really like a Z fighter, you know, and all that. He apparently works for the police. Um, but like I said, he does save again Android 18 during the cell fight the Cell Max fight, and we get to see him unleash his powers like we have in the past. So it was really, really cool. The main kind of uh, finale of the big boss battle, as Gohan unlocks his crazy silver tier and all that, he has his one chance to really put the end to Cell Max. Um, and I, again, very great touch to this ending here. As... Piccolo is reminded that he can grow big just like he did at the end of Dragon Ball when he was fighting Goku in the original um, uh, tournament of the end of the original Dragon Ball series. He does that to kind of match the height and girth of Cell Max. Um, and he basically uses his powers to, to kind of like, you know, hold him down as he waits for Gohan to hit him with a one big shot to the dome to put him out of his, you know, crazy madness misery. As a final blow, instead of using the typical Kamehameha, he brings out and whips out his own version of Piccolo's energy beam. 
And I lost my shit when that happened. I was like, what? He's actually using his own teacher's like powerful move, which was very touching and very awesome and extremely, extremely powerful. Obviously, does the deed, puts an end to sell Max. They have this great conversation at the end. and say, hey, I noticed you use something different there. And Gohan revealed that he has been practicing it secretly from time to time and trying to master it. And Piccolo gives his nod of approval um, as he did a very good job there. So really, really cool. I guess my only, um, my only criticism here is that it would have been interesting to see more of this re-imagining or revisiting of Cell. Um, arguably, the Cell saga and the Cell games are one of the most entertaining and enjoyable arcs within the Dragon Ball Z series. Um, you know, I don't know what their future plans are for uh, Dragon Ball Z Super series. You know, I know it ended a couple of years ago. Don't know if it's going to be brought back at any time, but if they did, it would have been really interesting to see them use this story arc and kind of reintroduce more of the modern fans, more of the, the newer age fans, even though a lot of you have went back and watched all of it, but a kind of retelling of the Cell Saga, but in a more modern way and maybe involve a lot of the new characters into it, into the fray and all that, because Seeing all of this play out in the movie really, really brought back a lot of great memories of the original Cell Saga. And it was just really, really awesome to see um, these characters go toe-to-toe with this foe that they remember from back in the day and all that. And it was just really, really great to see more focus put on these other characters instead of the, your usual Goku and Vegeta and all that. Um, so I really enjoyed this movie again as an OG fan. I, you know, really, really was entertained and uh, they did nice touches um, in the beginning of the movie and throughout to kind of um, recap all the events that happened during the Android saga, during the Cell saga. So if you it's been years and years since you've last watched them all, um, you get caught up to speed very quickly and very easily. Um the, you, they even brought back some familiar faces as you know they're preparing for the major battles at the end. So you will be, uh, as an OG fan, you'll be surprised with some of the cameos and all that. So really, really fun stuff. Um, there is a post-credit scene that a lot of Vegeta fans, um, I don't know if you noticed my shirt, will finally get um, their due. Um, during the sparring session, you see that they're, they're at their, their end, right? You know, they can hardly move and everything, and they're still trying to fight each other, Vegeta and Goku. One final really weak-ass blow from Vegeta, and guess what? Goku goes down before Vegeta does, and Vegeta finally, finally gets his victory over Goku. The one thing he's been dying for for his entire existence ever since they became friends and part of the family and all that his one wish was always to defeat Goku and he finally did it now Goku may have given in just to kind of give him that because he does give a quick wink 
to the audience during this whole time as they're both lifeless on the ground and all that? Could be. But right now, Vegeta fans, you should all rejoice that our your boy, our boy, finally got their victory over Goku. Um, and it was a very emotional moment for everyone there watching. Of course, Beerus is sleeping. Wiz is just trying to think of what's to eat next. But Broly was in tears crying. Um, you have the two characters that were in the Broly movie. They're there as well. So again, nice to see this you know kind of continuation from the Broly movie and everything like that. Um, and then that's it. You know, that's basically how the movie ends. Um, the fate of Dr. Hito, uh, the grandson of Dr. Jiro, he ends up now being employed by um, the uh, Capsule Corporation there under Bulma. Because guess what? Bulma needs a specialty, a specialist when it comes to beauty products and all that, which he is quite familiar with. Um, and Gamma 2, unfortunately, lost um, their life during the battle with Cell. But Gamma 1 is still around, and Gamma 1 is now going to be uh, working for security and bodyguard and all that stuff like that. So don't be surprised if we see Gamma 1 and Dr. Hito again in future iterations of Dragon Ball Z Super. But yeah, really great time. Really enjoyed this movie. Um, it didn't feel long at any points of there. It didn't feel like it dragged at any points. The animation, again, blew my mind what they could do now with uh, CG and everything like that. So uh, I would really love to see another series come about. Or if they're just going to continue doing movies, then I'm pretty cool with that as well. And Gohan's back. Looks like Gohan is back in the fray and very, very happy to finally see that and get to finally see the true realization of Gohan's powers there. So curious to hear about what you're, all of you think. Again, I know this was a very spoiler-heavy review, but the movie's been out in Japan since April. Um, so um, since April, well, it was supposed to come out in April, but then it was delayed to June because of some hack um, at the Toei company. Um, but it's been out since June, and spoilers has been like running rampant all over the internet. So uh, hopefully I didn't spoil anything for you, or if you didn't care... I hope you were entertained by my thoughts on this movie. I want to hear what you all think. Is this something that, you know, you've been dying to watch yourself? Or have you seen it already? Let me know all of your thoughts in the comments. Tell me what. Why don't you comment uh, as to what was your favorite story arc within the original Dragon Ball Z uh, series? And let's have a conversation about that. For me, like I said, um, I think there's a debate whether it was between the Frieza saga or the Android slash Cell saga. For me, it's always been Android and Cell. Because um, I really feel like that's where the meat of the heart. And the realization of a lot of these characters that we kind of like grew up loving. Really came to full fruition there. Plus it was really, really nice to see Gohan step up. And take place of his dad in the overall defeat of Cell there. So... Um, for me, that's my favorite. I'm curious to hear what all of you think and what you your favorites are. So let me know in the comments. Again, thank you for watching and or listening. Uh, don't forget, hit that like, subscribe if you haven't done so already. Hit the notification bell so you can get notified every time a new episode is uploaded. And if you're an audio listener, you could find this episode and many others on the Low Key Geek uh, podcast channel through your podcast platform of choice. That being said... Stay cool, stay classy, stay safe, and I'll catch you all in the next one. Peace.